Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Wow. Bad voice starting out, ladies and gentlemen. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 17th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. That is our guide and absolutely reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. You also know we believe the checks and balances are one of the great keys, great solutions, ladies and gentlemen. We, the people, have an incredible role to play, and the reason the country's off the rails, a lot of people say because we need a con-con. I think they're wrong. The real reason we're off the rails is because Americans are simply not involved. We're not engaged in the fight. you got to stand up for liberty, ladies and gentlemen. you got to get involved in the fight for sure. Yesterday's broadcast, we talked to Lowell Nelson, campaignforliberty.org, and we talked about the Utah Republican Party nominating convention. And Mike Lee, one of seven candidates, won handily. Incumbent Chris Stewart won handily. Chris Herrod and John Curtis won handily. Now they have a primary, but the two candidates I favored uh, didn't even place. They were eliminated in the first round. Tim Alders, wow, not even, he had a lot of money too. Jason Preston, not even, he had a lot of money, a lot of support, but yet, wow, shut down in convention. Incumbent Burgess Owens, see all the incumbents won, ladies and gentlemen. For the first time in our history, ladies and gentlemen, the state school board battle for Utah was simply a partisan discussion now. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason that Lowell Nelson mentions the small number of delegates is because that's where things happen. Your vote there is huge. It doesn't take very many people to really put somebody in the primary driver's seat. And once you win the primary... Or once you get a, you don't have to run off. So look at a lot of these incumbent candidates. They didn't even have to battle anyone at all. It was just a given. Wow, you, you won in the little delegations and you don't even get a vote on them anymore. Now, uh, unless you're going to vote for the Democrat side. Now, I'm not even for the Republican side. I'm just making a point. See, I think the partisan politics is a problem. The founding fathers warned against it. So I stand against partisan politics. But I'm telling you, by the time they divide this up, by the time they have primaries, by the time they have delegates, very few hands choose Who's going to be your Lord, if you will? That concerns me big time. The party used the electronic keypads, the clickers this year, and literally proved fraud with those clickers. Well, you can say it's not fraud. It was just kind of a mistake there. But he uncovered it. They didn't even count. They just said the clickers are right. They spent 75 minutes calibrating the clickers. Lo and behold, at the end, they didn't even give a proof of the clicker vote. Lowell demanded it. Others agreed. They got it. He did 5% sampling and proved that it was inaccurate. What do you think of that, ladies and gentlemen? So now you got you got vote fraud going on, clickers, uh, and you got it happening with a very small number of delegates before you ever even get to the primaries, before you ever even get to vote. Think about that. Lowell then went to Nashville, Tennessee. He didn't have to wear diapers on the plane. That was good news. Uh, then we also talked about the incredible New Quest breakfast report that happened. Three main speakers, Scott Bradley, Robert Brown, uh, and Alex Newman. Dr. Scott Bradley discussed the Fauci facade. Robert Brown warned us of the dangers of a constitutional convention and said we need to get involved like nobody's business. 
and Alex Newman discussed the Great Reset. The Great Reset of Capitalism is, you know, promoted by Klaus Schwab and other globalists. And uh, what will our society look like in 2030 if we let them have their way? It will be evil indeed. Tyrannical. You won't own anything. Alex even suggested that Bill Gates and other globalists are attending to edit the human genome so they can become godlike figures. That was hour one of Liberty Roundtable Live. Hour two with Dr. Scott Bradley. We talked about the New Quest event and his speech. We talked about the global COVID cabal is being used to force the great reset of society to destroy your agency and liberties, to destroy America, to destroy your way of life and turn you into a slave. Yeah, we're talking about coming soon, global lockdowns. That's how they're going to put their agenda together. Yeah, what would climate lockdowns look like? Oh, boy. Yeah, they all say that climate change is the biggest threat we've ever faced. These people are off their rockers, nuts, drunk with power. They're crazy. Well, folks are doing something about it is the great news. And that's a recap of yesterday's show, by the way. Two hours of hard-hitting talk at LovingLiberty.net. BrideyOnRadio.com. Spread the word and share the love, would you please? Uh, But uh, there's a lot of people working to do something about it. You've heard of the tours all across the country. You know about our show. You know about Brighty on TV. You know about a lot of what we're doing, which is wonderful. But there's more people doing greater things that we got to tell you about, too. One of them is a guy by the name of James Mundy. Uh, And he's involved with his brother for the Liberty Monks podcast. Mike and James put it together. They're brothers. LibertyMonks.com. And the reason they put the podcast together is they just saw too much corruption, too much. uh, They just in 2020 went, are you kidding me right now? Somebody's got to do something. It reminds me of what happened to me in 92. I'm just an old man. That's the only difference. But we're all getting involved is the key. And James is on your radio. James Monk, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Sam, great to, great to hear your voice, brother. And I uh, appreciate you having me on this morning on your, uh, on your radio show. And um, just a pleasure to be here. You're very welcome, sir. So tell me a little bit about you. Where'd you grow up? Uh, tell me about you and your brother. Man, you know, um, Mike and I both grew up in a little town called Lake Orion, Michigan. Um, our tagline for Lake Orion, Michigan is uh, we're living as a vacation. So, um, you know, uh, we both grew up in Lake Orion. We uh, were both of our parents were in the public education system. Um, you know, we, we grew up very, very close, super tight. You know, we did everything together. He's a little older than me. He'll, you know, never tell you that, but he's a little older and um even with the age difference of four and a half years, my brother and I uh, were extremely close growing up. And to your point, you, you know, you said, um, you know, just everything that happened uh, in 2020 and, and, and everything, everything that even happened prior to that with everything with COVID and everything, it, that was really the, the precipice of us deciding to take on this venture and starting Liberty Monks podcast and our organization. Um, we, we simply could not sit by, um, and, and not do anything and not give people a voice because we saw all the censorship and it was obviously nauseating to see that. And we had to felt it in our hearts and we just felt this, this signal from, from God that we had to do something about it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. How'd you get into podcasting? That's kind of an interesting twist. You know, <laughs> radio used to be hard to get into with podcasting and everything. Now, uh, folks are getting in big time and doing a great job. Yeah, you know, what's interesting, you know, I never really even contemplated it. You know, I, my, my career is in the financial area. I own a, a financial company called Core Financial Group in Southeast Michigan. And, and my brother um, uh, was in that organization at one point. Now he's a, a CEO of a big uh, medical uh, surgical center down in Florida. That wasn't even on our radar. And we were just kind of doing our thing and, and, and our careers are going fine. And 
you know, there's always been this truth seeking that, that him and I both have had, you know, we've always liked to research different things that, you know, uh, were out there that many would look at as not necessarily conspiracy theory, but just, we always wanted to find the truth about how things worked. And even in our, in the, in the, um, even in our financial practice, it's the same thing. You know, there's a lot of deception that happens in the financial industry. I mean, many people know that, but it runs pretty deep. And, and when we would meet with people, a lot of times it was really deconditioning that deconditioning them, um, about what they've learned about how money works. And so, you know, because we were able to see that and worked in that industry for so long, when this all came down, it was really this just aha moment where we're, gosh, how do you, how do you tell people, how do you get information to people where they can start to discern and start to really critically think through what they're seeing? And, and then all of a sudden, you know, bam, this all unloads on the American people, not just us, Sam, everybody around the world is feeling this. And it is, it is unbelievable how this spreads so quickly, all this information, this disinformation and, and just people being fooled. So I don't know what it was, Sam. It was just, I had this, this fire in my belly. I really, I can't describe it other than this, this just, I tell my wife about this. Like, I don't know what's going on if I'm having a heart attack or what, but I have this feeling in my chest that something, I got to do something. And then it just, this light bulb went off, you know, Mike, what if we, what if we decided to just start our own podcast, our own, you know, broadcast and we, you know, help people, you know, get a voice that are being censored because we saw all this happening and good people were trying to get information out. You look at the, the people like Dr. Simone Gold, Attorney Tom Rents, I mean, your own Sheriff Mack, <laughs> you, Sam, I mean, you guys are working so hard. You mentioned Alex Newman. Alex is a great guy. Dr. Lee Merritt. There's so many people out there trying to get the truth out to folks. And we saw right away that that was being suppressed. And you know what? That's just not okay. Our, our, our laws are being violated. Our common you know, uh, freedoms and our natural born rights given us to us by God are being violated. And that was really the, that was really the indicator that we needed to do something. We felt the podcast would be the most reasonable thing to do where we, you know, we could you know, be a part of this fight. All right, let's talk a little bit about the name. How on earth did you get the name Liberty Monks? <laughs> you know, um, it's interesting. You know, Mike and I went round and round and round on this. Um, and we, we knew that we wanted the title of our show to exemplify how we felt about not only the current situation, but, you know, we both grew up uh, in a very Christian household. You know, we went to church. We were confirmed Lutherans. Um, you know, it, God was a big part of our life growing up. And I thank my parents for that and my grandparents and, and everybody in our community for that, because it really was an unbelievable experience to have that as a child growing up. And it was extremely beneficial now as an adult to look back and just look at that foundation that was poured for our path. And, and that was really, you know, as we started thinking about it, and it's funny, my brother had a handle on some game he was playing, um, uh, like a, some type of an online game where it was, he was called the Liberty Monk. And you know what? He kind of came up with that. It's He's like, stuck, what about Liberty baby. Monks? Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Two brothers making a difference. LibertyMonks.com. Their parents are teachers. They now teach on the radio. They teach about the sacred cause of liberty. More in seconds from James on Liberty Roundtable Live. 
There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys has a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is not James Monk. It's James Mundy. But he is known as the Liberty Monk with his brother, Michael. They started a podcast called Liberty Monks. Incredible podcast. It started out with a video game. LibertyMonks.com is the website. But now, because their parents are teachers, they discussed all kinds of things in their household. Their Christian household, I might add. Uh, and then now they're on the radio telling the tale of liberty. And the best part about it is the podcast is available now, LibertyMonks.com. James, you want to finish your story real quick? Yeah, Sam, and it's, that's really easy to wrap up. You know, we really wanted something that exemplified freedom, um, our God-given uh, rights, and Christianity. And and that's the message, right? And, and when we, it's, you know, it's interesting, you know, and I know we're going to talk about uh, the event that we went to last this past weekend, but God is everywhere. His fingerprints are everywhere. We see this wall of of just good and and it's just an incredible wall of resistance to this tyranny that is starting to formulate. I know you feel it. I know I can see it. I can, we can feel it happening across the country, across the world. And it is one of the most beautiful things that, that I've ever seen because there are so many like-minded people that are standing up and awakening right now. People of all races, creeds, color, doesn't matter where you're from. And it is so just incredible to witness. Uh, it's an exciting time to be alive and there's a lot of work to do yet, but uh, but that's really how Liberty Monks was born, and we, we've never been more humbled and excited to be a part of something so great. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. James Monday doing a phenomenal job. And, James, you guys had the opportunity to attend, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. the Reawaken America tour in Myrtle Beach. What is it, North Carolina? South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. All right, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. 
And you mentioned when you went there, you saw a wall of Liberty Loving people. I thought those guys <laughs> didn't exist. Right. It, it was. Sam, I'm telling you right now, um, it was one of the most unique experiences we've had. We've never been to one of the Reawaken America Tour uh, events. We've been to other events, you know, Red Pill Expos, um, many other patriotic events in different areas of the country. This was unlike really anything I've ever experienced because not only did you have a lot of wonderful like-minded people when i say like-minded i don't mean that everyone agrees on everything that's the magnificent thing about this there's a lot of people that have a lot of different values beliefs and and things that they lean on in their when their own upbringing and how they view and see the world and the lens that they look through but you know what it was happy optimistic friendly warm intelligent insightful about a, a wide range of topics that i can go on and on and on about and we had a media booth there and it was absolutely incredible not only just how we were received okay we, we were newcomers right we'd never been there before not only did we get a you know received in one of the most gratifying and just wonderful ways it was just warm and it was there was no violence there was no you know when people there was a, there was conversations going on everywhere but and when you're talking warm, you're not talking about the heat of South Carolina, right? <laughs> well, that you're was part about of warm it. in your heart. Okay. <laughs> but no, but yeah, warm in your exactly warm in the heart. Because you understood what everybody else understands. The reason that you're there, James. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, you know, I believe everybody's there to not only help to learn from each other but also to discern and find out where do folks need help in whatever it is they're trying to do, whatever information they're trying to bring out, whatever it is that they're trying to be a part of in this great awakening. And that's why everyone's so helpful. I cannot tell you how many times we were approached by people and just asked us, what do you need? What could we do to help? Do you need help with your technology? You guys do this podcast. We love your, your vibe, your logo, everything's great. But it was, hey, what's the call to action? And if there's anything that anybody can take away from this, it's what is the call to action? What are your unique talents? And that's really what I identified. All these people, Sam, so many unique individuals with unique talent, whether they're speaking talent, whether it's their research, whether it's their connection with God and their ability to communicate that. It was astounding to see this wide range of people from all different areas of the country meshed together in a unified position. And it was just, I don't know if I've experienced anything like that before, because Mike and I just had to take a step back, even after we would do some of these interviews with these wonderful patriots, and just take a step back and absorb what we were seeing. And, and I, like I said, it, it, was, it, was, it was warming to the heart. It was God, like I said, God's fingerprints were all over this place. And then, you know what? That was one of the main topics of conversation, was about God. And how do we stand up for God? How do we stand up for Christ? And I think that in many ways, we became very passive in this country, apathetic maybe even, to a lot of things. But now that we see this happening and we see this crippling tyranny that is trying to trample all over and violate everything that we know as humanity and humans that's good, we now have these folks that realize that, no, we can't sit around passively. This is about standing up for Christ, standing up for God. And, and it is, like I said, it, it, that was the overall theme. And, and I'll tell you, one of the other major themes was um, just that we're sovereign. You know, we're, we are free. 
We were born into freedom and with free will. And that is what's being, you know, that's what they're trying to take away from us. And we have this, this is a bottom up movement. I can't say this enough. And this is not just what I've learned at this, the, the, the tour that we were at, but this is just in all these just fascinating conversations we've had. We are, we are in a bottom up movement and we are in a bottom up government, even though that's not positioned that way by our elected representatives. You know, they want to make us think that they rule over us. They do not rule over us. The created cannot rule over the creator. We, the people created government. And I know you guys know this as well as anybody, you know, we have common laws that this great nation was founded on and they're trampling all over common law and they're trampling all over the constitution of this great nation, the greatest living document ever all created. Over God's law, which is in that's right. even more critical as well. James, how many people attended? Because one of the things that's really important is people need to understand, you know, these turnouts years and years ago, I've been in this over 25 years. The turnouts used to be small. The turnouts now are huge. Yeah, it was Sam. I mean, I know that, you know, here, here's the issue. I, I had several conversations with uh, folks that were on that are on Clay and General Flynn's team. And they get they, they get the runaround everywhere they go. Right. So they literally have to book, book four venues, put deposits out, out on four venues, every city they go into because they know they're going to get bailed on. So that's one of the things that's one of their roadblocks. But, you know, it's fascinating. God always shines through and they always figure it out. Um, thousands of people. I don't know exactly the rate. Um, there are probably at least 3,000 people there. And I know that, you know, part of that is due to the, hey, they have to have a venue to, to accommodate. I believe what, this, what they're going to see next in Virginia Beach is going to be probably two to three times that size, simply because they're able to figure out, you know, a venue that will accommodate. But not all these places will do it. And it's because of its ideology. It's because yes, they sir. don't agree. And it's unbelievable. Like, you know, we used to learn from each other. If I had an opposing view with a family member or a friend, no matter what it was, we could sit down and discuss it and say, hey, why do you believe what you believe? And what is it that, that, that what values do you possess that lead you to that, to that conclusion? You try to do that now, at least with some folks. And, you know, it's like you've offended them somehow or you're an evil person. It's like, wait a minute, I'm just trying to figure out what it is you stand for. And that was one of the most incredible things about the folks that we had the opportunity to talk to. None and we're of that trying existed. to square that with the country of what do we stand for as a country? We can have differing opinions, but That's we right. should stand for the process of law. We should stand Correct. for due process of individuals that you're innocent until proven guilty. We should stand for accountability and honesty. We should stand for the checks and balances. We should stand for these things are universal uh, in, in America because the supreme law of the land binds us together in a very unique way. It gives different jurisdictions to different groups of people to divide power and to protect us from tyranny. And that's not something that in my mind should be uh, debated here. We shouldn't debate whether we're going to honor the law or obey it. We simply need to uphold it. Can you stay with me a little longer, James? We're coming up on a break. I know you need to fly, but can you, can you give me a little more time? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I want I want you to brief us on who, uh, what, what you kind of gained from the speakers. I know you yep. did some incredible interviews as well. I know you represented uh, Brighteon TV, which is great. You guys were able to wear your Brighteon shirts, which is fantastic. I just want to drill into a few of those kind of pieces. But the break mm -hmm. is going to chop us off in just a second. But uh, when you went out into the halls and stuff like that and you saw people, um, people didn't have masks on. They were smiling. That's one of the huge things <laughs> yep. they've tried to take away from us. When it comes to these conferences, they've failed, haven't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it was incredible to see people walking around and actually being able to see their smiling faces. You know, And I, I feel bad for the. Honestly, I feel mostly bad for the children. 
I really do because these kids never should have been put in mass in school. That is so damaging to them, to their to their development, to their psyche, to to their own, you know, feelings and internal compass. When you don't get to communicate through all the different versions of human communication, that is detrimental. And, you know, it, it's just simply not fair. And the fact that you had all these folks maskless and kids running around, this is a family thing there too, by the way. It was awesome to see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen James Monday with me. Man, I got a trouble with tongue, my tongue today, I guess. Blah, 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 blah. Welcome to the broadcast. James Monday with me, ladies and gentlemen, libertymonks.com. James attended the Reawaken America tour. In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, jumps on Liberty Roundtable Live to update us all. More details. We'll let him play in a couple of minutes, but hang tight. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden is hours away from calling New York's mass shooting terrorism. He's expected to say it was motivated by a hateful and perverse ideology after meeting with grieving families. His visit will include seeing the supermarket where 10 people were killed Saturday. This as a vigil was held Monday night attended by New York City Mayor Eric Adams and State Attorney General Lolita James. So as a New Yorker and as a neighbor, but most of all, as a black woman from Brooklyn, I feel the pain. I cry at night. Workers continue to rescue the last Ukrainian defenders holed up inside a massive steel plant in the devastated port city of Mariupol. The soldiers have spent weeks inside the plant along with civilians, the last holdouts in the city. More than 50 seriously wounded fighters were taken to a hospital east of the city. USA Radio News. You ever make a change and then think, why didn't I do this years ago? Well, that's how people feel about switching to MediShare for their health care, especially now with inflation the way it is. People are very happy with the savings. Most families save about $500 a month when they switch. It's a huge help when prices are going up so fast in so many other areas. And MediShare's customer satisfaction rate is double that of health insurance. It's just a different experience, and people really like that. MediShare is an alternative to health insurance. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it's been going strong for over 25 years. It really is the gold standard, the most trusted name in health care sharing. Find out why people love it. Find out why they rave about the customer service and find out how good it feels to save some money right now. They're super easy to talk to. Here's the number, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE, 833-34-BIBLE. Voters in five states, including the Keystone State, are heading to the polls on Tuesday. Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman said over the weekend that he suffered a stroke on Friday and that he would be off the campaign trail for the near future, including his campaign's election night rally. The 52-year-old is the clear frontrunner in the Democratic primary for the U.S. Senate seat being vacated by Republican Pat Toomey. The health challenge is not expected to evaporate his consistent double-digit polling lead over Congressman Connor Lamb, his main primary rival. Most of the action has been on the GOP side of the contest, with Dr. Mehmet Oz and Dave McCormick trading blows via TV ads and a late surge by pundit Kathy Barnett. But it's Oz who has the Trump endorsement in the race. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. Elon Musk says his $44 billion bid for Twitter can't move forward until the company is more clear about how many of its accounts are fake. 
You're listening to USA Radio News. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, James Mundy, Sam Bushman. James Mundy is known for his Liberty Monks podcast, LibertyMonks.com. He's updating us on the Reawaken America tour that took place in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, doing a great job. So he was there, and I, and I want to learn a little bit about the interviews that he did really quick, and then the, the speakers on the stage, and then the final thing is, James, what was your main takeaway? If there's one item you took away from it, what would it be, sir? No, thank you, Sam. Um, yeah, some of our interviews were outstanding. Um, we had uh, folks like um, Dr. Eric Naputi uh, on the show, which was, was fascinating. He talked about just what he's been dealing with, with resistance, um, this, this man even had to go buy his own bank <laughs> because nobody wanted to finance, you know, the things that he's trying to do. And I mean, you're seeing you're seeing this, you know, massive pushback of people like, all right, well, if you're going to put up this wall, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go and go around it. Um, we were able to uh, talk with Pastor Todd Coconado. We were able to talk to Reverend William Cook, Dr. Brian Artis. Uh, Dr. Artis obviously has been um, out in the forefront trying to get information out to people with, you know, with what you know, research that he's done about COVID-19 and what has been making people sick. And that was incredible. But I'll tell you, the vast majority of the conversations, right, even you know, the speakers would come out and a lot of them would come by the media area. We would talk with them and whatever. But the resounding thing that was talked about, I think mostly, and as far as I could see, was sovereignty, common law, and obviously with the release of 2,000 Mules, that was a huge topic of conversation. And related to that, it was the importance of the sheriffs. And, you know, you, you, we talked about this, Sam, when you were on our show and when Sheriff Mack was on our show, the importance and role of the sheriffs of this great nation, the 3,100 and change sheriffs that are out there, I believe, and why it's so critically important. And here's the deal. You know, what was also talked about was just how much power the sheriffs actually have under common law that I don't think many of them may know. And, and I know a lot of that's coming out. A lot of that's being exposed for the lot of different, a lot of, a lot of different ways. But the, I think the main reason why this is so important is a, the power of the sheriff when they have the people behind them. Right. And the fact that sheriffs are trained to do things under the law, under the constitution, the defense of the constitution, the rights of people, and keeping things peaceful. And I think that that's critically important. So even though we have all this going on, and this is my biggest takeaway, Sam, was even though we had all this going on, what I thought was astounding was nobody, not one person that Mike and I talked to, not one person, not one conversation, side conversation that we were either overhearing or a part of, not one person talked about violence. They all talked about how is this done legally, effectively, within the letter of the law, and in a way that we can take this great nation back and give it back to the people. And uh, that was probably the most inspiring thing about this whole uh, experience of being there. And I'll tell you, like I said, the conversation was around 2,000 mules coming out and all this evidence. And I know that, you know, obviously there's, you know, there's a call to action here, right? Who's going to stand up? Who's going to do something about this? And that was also part of the conversation. A lot of folks were like, all right, well, this is all great. There's, there's this, there's all this evidence out and there's so many other uh, facets and investigations going on that we all believe is going to come up with something very, very similar to what Dinesh and his team came up with, which is a boatload of evidence 
showing that there was fraudulent activity during this during this last presidential election. It, it makes you scratch your head too. Like, has the have this has because this is all on everyone's radar now, right? This is a huge deal. Have we always been experiencing this? You know, that's a question that's popping into a lot of people's heads. But I think in in today, in what we're dealing yes, with right it's now, it's just gotten worse. It's just become right. a critical mass. That's all. Right. And so now, you know, you're seeing this environment where everyone's waking up to it. Even even people that I would say are more democratic and liberal that we know are starting to blink their eyes and go, "Wait a minute." Um, that isn't right. No matter if you like a candidate or not, this, this country was founded on free and fair elections. So you can get representation of the people. It doesn't mean these people rule over you. I know that's what they want to make us think, but they don't. We're the people. We created government. And so that was a lot of the conversations that were going on. I mean, this is a direct attack on our republic. And it's going to be the people that are going to save it, not one man. No one elected official is going to save this country. It's going to be the people. But I think it, the people need leadership and organization. And who better to do that than sheriffs? And that's why I commend you, you and Sheriff Mack and everybody on your team, Sam. You guys have one of, if not the most important movements and organizations and associations that there is in this country. And I truly believe that. I'm not just saying that. It's because of uh, how, how you guys and your men and women that you have working there and the constitutional sheriffs that come on board with you value their oath to defend the Constitution, to defend the great people of this nation, and to keep government in check. I think it was uh, Lord Acton that said, power tends to corrupt, right? And absolute power corrupts absolutely. That is, a, that is exactly what we're seeing right now. And there's no it's, doubt it's all, that's one of the great truisms. Ladies and gentlemen, James Monday with us, Liberty Monks podcast. You want to learn more, libertymonks.com. They attended the Reawaken America tour in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and uh, great stuff, James. You know what? We'll have you back, my friend. We're flat out of time. We'll have you back soon. We'd love to just collaborate on shows and do the best we can. I really feel like the work you're doing matters. Uh, you know, when good people like you turn your talents from the financial world to the truth-telling world, man, do we get a treasure trove. Thank you, sir. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Sam. It's been a pleasure and honor being on with you. God bless. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. James Monday, him and his brother Michael do the show together. Check it out. LibertyMonks.com. Straight to Tina Horlocker. She's been with us many times, but she's back once again. And she's saying we are excited to present the Utah Liberty Festival coming up June 17th and 18th, 2022 at the Maverick Center in West Valley City, Utah, utahlibertyfestival.org to learn more. Tina, welcome back. Hey, Sam. How are you this morning? Oh, Thanks man, it's a busy, me. crazy morning, but we're delighted to have you. We're delighted to hear about it. Uh, we got uh, really the chance to get to know Tina quite well from the last conference we did last uh, summer. Uh, and, man, you know, since then, you've just been on fire, haven't you? Well, we've been trying to do our best to get the word out, just like your previous guest. But, yeah, we, we're we just alarmed by what's going on in our nation. We can see a lot of people still are not quite awake and really don't know where to get the accurate information. So we're, we are putting together another, um, what we're calling the Utah Liberty Festival, so that we can have – People who are awake reach out to their friends, their families, their neighbors, and say, hey, you really need to come and listen. You need to know what is going on. 
you need to arm yourself with truth. So we brought in um, a number of speakers. We're super excited to have them, and we're gonna we're going to just try to educate people and get them excited about doing something. They say this, ladies and gentlemen, join us as we celebrate our liberty, wake up our family, friends, and neighbors, and send out a clarion call to our elected officials everywhere like a mighty lion. We the people are rising up. Amen to that, Tina. That's where it starts is with we the people. It's great to have speakers and educators, but at the end of the day, it's partnering with the people that matters, Tina. That's, that's absolutely right, and that is exactly what we are trying to do. We are trying to create a movement and we, of we the people, we, because we are the people, just like what your previous guest said. We are the people, and if we don't do something different, then we might lose, lose our liberties for a long time to come. Another thing about this event, Sam, is that we are encouraging parents to bring their youth we believe that the youth need to know and understand what is going on. We need to empower them with information also because they are constantly attacked on social media, in schools, with information that is just damaging. So we, they need to know how to combat that. And, and so we are inviting the parents to bring their youth 12 and up so they can arm themselves with information also. They're going to be shouldering the burdens of 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 what is going on for decades to come. They need to understand what's happening. So some of the guests that we're bringing in are um, David Harris Jr. He's one of them, but also Rear Admiral Kubik. He's going, Chuck Kubik, he is at the border, going to be telling us um, what's going on at the border. He was President Trump's chief foreign policy advisor. We also have Cash Patel, who is President Trump's chief um uh, she, well, let's see, his head, I can't think of what his title was at this moment. But anyway, he was his um, main guy who was always helping him know what to do. Um, we have Mel Kay who's coming. We have Mindy Robinson. Mindy Robinson's going to be filling us in on the cover-up of the mass shooting in Las Vegas. Do you remember that, Sam? 58 yes, people of course. Lost their lives. That was where they promised, promised, promised we'd get answers on who, what, when, where, how, I, how. And then it all of a sudden went to a big old nothing burger, and they didn't tell anything, and now they just dismiss it, and we never even get to the bottom of it. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk more in seconds with Tina Horlocker. And Tina Horlocker is the operations director of the Utah Liberty Festival. UtahLibertyFestival.org coming up June 17th and 18th. Details on your radio in mere seconds. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, Many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com 
and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman here. Tina Horlocker, our guest. She's operations director of the Utah Liberty Festival, utahlibertyfestival.org. We're talking about join us as we celebrate our liberty, wake up our friends, family, and neighbors, and send out a clearing call to our elected officials. Wow, that's key. Everywhere. We the people are rising up like a lion, ladies and gentlemen, making a difference. It starts with education. It starts with coming together without masks and seeing each other's smiles. It starts with shaking hands and uh, standing shoulder to shoulder for the sacred cause. And education is the key, ladies and gentlemen. The youth, welcome. This is a family event, uh, and there's going to be incredible speakers. Uh, Tina was in the middle of explaining to us some of those speakers. Uh, it's going to be a Friday night incredible dinner. It's going to help the youth understand how to have a proper, wonderful dinner. Uh, it's going to be full of speakers and everything else. And then Saturday, the 18th, all day long, just education, education like you wouldn't believe. Incredible speakers coming to the great state of Utah for this event, Tina. That's right, Sam. And um, I just wanted to tell you some of those topics. Your your former guest was talking about election fraud. Well, Utah has plenty of their own election fraud. In fact, we just recently have had have discovered, found out, or had announced that Salt Lake County has 32,000 votes that were not registered votes. So we have some serious issues going on in our own state, and I cannot even begin to tell you how many people in Utah don't understand this and don't even believe it. I was on another radio station the other day talking about this event, and I was talking about it, and I mentioned election fraud. And the radio show host stopped me and he's like, well, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. And I was just floored. I said, are you going to go watch Dinesh D'Souza's movie, 2000 Mules? And he said, yeah, no, I'm not going to go watch that piece of propaganda. So, you know, we are so conditioned to believe what the power structures are saying. And, and we need to open our eyes and be aware of what is going on. And we are going to have a number of speakers who are going to talk about election fraud, but also election fraud in Utah. So we are super excited to hear from them. Um, and I remember chief of staff, that's what Cash Patel was. Um, and, and he's one well, of And I only have one question were. for those people. Tina, I only have one question for those people who call it propaganda. And this is the real question that I have. Forget Dinesh D'Souza for a quick second. 
Forget Donald Trump. Forget, you know, all these people claiming vote fraud. Sidney Powell. Forget everybody. And I got a question for you. In your jurisdiction, meaning your county, your state, your municipality, your precinct, was there voter fraud? And you would say, well, no, the government, the mainstream press, everybody always told me there's none. No, there's not. We, everybody who had these claims, it's all bogus. It's all fake. And my response is, have you had a legitimate investigation done in your area, in your jurisdiction, to, com- to convince or to, to, to con- confirm there's no vote fraud? If you have not, then you do not know. And so it's not a matter of left-right. It's not a matter of anything. It's a matter of, hey, have you had a real investigation into this? In other words, making it transparent. See, a real investigation can make it transparent and accountable. Right now, we don't have the vote counts. We don't have the evidence or the information. We just have to trust them that it's legitimate. And so when we say propaganda, my response is, if you cannot answer that question with evidence, then you can't answer that question. Is there vote fraud in your county, your jurisdiction? If you can't give me evidential proof that the answer is no with accountability and transparency, then I'm going to say we need to investigate, period. Why? Because the allegations are persistent. The allegations are legion, meaning there are many. It's that we go on and on. I digress except to say this is a huge issue because if we don't get this right, if we can't protect the unborn among us and can't protect our election ballot boxes, what can we protect, Tina? Uh, Sam, that is so true. I was listening to your your guest before me, and and he said free and fair elections, and I wanted to shout out transparent. Yes, we want to have transparent. We Amen. need to audit. That's how we give. That's how we build confidence back in the people is to audit and and confirm to us that the election was fair, was honest, was is transparent. So until we have that, there's just no way. It's it, it's very. We have a governor who is who hardly campaigned but is in office we have a president who hardly campaigned but is the president and we have an election a primary that's coming right up and i'm looking around and i'm seeing certain incumbents that are up for re-election who are not campaigning and i'm just wondering you know what's going to happen because you know, I feel a little bit concerned because there's hardly any campaigning going on, but I digress also. Well, let, well, let me, me give you a teeny me... tidbit. Lowell Nelson was on with me yesterday, who you know well, and he went yeah. to the um, uh, Republican, whatever you want to call it, convention uh, where the uh, delegates vet everybody. And, and, and OK, it's the caucuses and they vet. OK, well, anyway, he went to that and he, they basically use clickers, these digital clickers for voting. When they got done, they didn't release the results, really. So he demanded the release of the results, and they agreed, and he got the results. In his 5% sampling, he shows that the clickers are even inaccurate. So whether you say it's fraud or not, so there's a difference. They say election fraud and vote fraud are different. They say, well, there's a difference between intentional fraud versus uh, elections that aren't accurate. And they play games. The reality is we just want honest elections. I don't care what words they use. I don't care what games they play. The bottom line is they had to spend 75 minutes at the start to just calibrate the clickers. But even at the end, then, you got proof by Lowell's evidence that the clickers weren't accurate even after their 75-minute calibrations. And that's just a teeny sampling. So I don't care which way you look at this. We need accountability. We need transparency. It is beyond debate. Absolutely, Sam. And I was at that meeting, too, so I know exactly I know I've experienced the whole thing, and I've fought against the clickers from the start. And, yeah, we need to stop 
We need to stop accepting things because they're more convenient, because they seem easier, because they're faster. These are the things that are killing us. We need to do the work of being citizens. We need to take the time of being free men, and we need to we need to demand that that this is the standard because otherwise we have nothing. Just like what you said, if if we cannot if we cannot ensure a transparent, free, honest election, then we we literally have nothing. I mean, look at what has happened: the dismantling of America in the last year and a half since Biden's assumed power. It's it is insane. Everybody should be up in arms. And if we don't have free and fair election, everyone might become up in arms. So it's a serious deal. If you go to utilitybuffalo.com, right, you can find out more about this event and get your ticket. Right. Is it utilitybuffalo.org or com? Com. It is .com. Utilitybuffalo.com. And we need you, if, you're, if you can hear us this morning talking about this event you need to go buy your tickets right now because we need to know that you're going to come we need to have people act not wait until the last minute go buy your tickets and you're going to be hearing all kinds of amazing speakers like mindy robinson who is going to uncover the cover-up of the mass shooting in las vegas we should not believe the lone man gun theory um dr brian artis is going to be talking about about COVID and, and other things related to COVID that's going to blow your mind. Tom Homan from the border. Um, Dr. James Lindsay is going to be talking about SEL, CRT, critical race theory. He's, we're going to be talking about the World Economic Forum. We've got a number of speakers who will be speaking on that, including him and Mel Kay. And we have someone named Trennis Evans, he is going to be talking about January 6th political prisoners because, yeah, America has political prisoners right now who have been denied their constitutional rights. People need to know about this because I was in D.C. on January 6th. I had FBI agents show up on my doorstep. I did not go into the Capitol, but my daughter just happened to be elected as secretary of the, of the, of the Utah GOP, and a few days later we had FBI agents on our doorstep. This is a serious problem. Do we need to be afraid that we could become political prisoners if we are in the wrong place at the wrong time? It's insane what's going on. But we also, ladies have and gentlemen, veterans other- veterans get free tickets if you RSVP at the website now. UtahLibertyFestival.com, and you can get uh, free tickets if you're a veteran, right? Yes, yes. For the Saturday event, veterans can come for free. So. You can go to the website, utahlibertyfestival.com, and RSVP if you're a veteran. Then the day of, you can bring your military ID and get in for free. And, and you know, we, we just want to honor the veterans who have done so much to, to give their time and their service and their sacrifice for our country in behalf of our, in behalf of our freedoms. And we want to return that and um, make sure they have every opportunity to be able to um, – to continue to fight on the home front. Really, that's how this event started, is a group of veterans came to me and they're like, hey, we've got to do something. People need to know about what's going on. They're no longer on the battlefield, but they want to be on the battlefield on the home front. And the way they see that is by getting accurate information out, thus arm people with the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be incredible. We're going to have Tina back a couple of times before the event. We're going to highlight and interview several of the speakers to help promo the event. These uh, events, ladies and gentlemen, are very expensive and very hard to put together. 
Okay, they take a lot of work. I've been involved in plenty of them myself, and I'm telling you, I've seen Tina. She's together for sure, but she's running around taking care of business. It's a, it's a, it's an undertaking like you wouldn't believe, and I highly recommend you get involved today, Tina. Yes, Sam, you're absolutely right. So, yes, it, it is quite the thing to put on one of these events. So please don't put off buying your ticket. Go buy it today. Let us know you're coming, and tell your friends, your neighbors, bring your family this is we need to be having this um, on. We need to be discussing this in our in our communities, in our homes, and you know, it, you you kind of mentioned how important these events are. But not only for the information, but also for community. I cannot tell you how many people have come to me from the last event that I planned and, and said that this helped them in their business. It helped them to create a new business. It helped them to find new friends. It helped them to feel supported. They didn't feel alone anymore. It's so important. So it's a great opportunity to just have so much good from it. So I really invite everyone to go get their ticket today. An incredible Friday dinner, Friday night, June 17th, and then Saturday all day. Incredible education, friends, family, loved ones. You're all welcome. Spread the word. Share the love. Give out the website again, Tina. UtahLibertyFestival.com. And the Friday dinner is it, there's a separate Friday ticket. The Friday ticket does include the Saturday ticket, or you can just purchase a Saturday ticket. So it, the Friday event will be more, more of an intimate setting. We're going to hear from um, Cash Patel and, and Admiral Kubik that evening, and, and they were both in the Trump administration, have really intimate details about that, so we're expecting that to be a very um, informative evening. All right, the website one more time? UtahLibertyFestival.com utahlibertyfestival.com thank you much Tina we'll have you back soon thank you Sam you betcha Liberty Roundtable live ladies and gentlemen I'm going to jump off early because we got the Bridie on simulcast TV show coming up as well with the Sheriff Mac show simulcast with Liberty Roundtable live we'll do it all in seconds hour one of the can hour two coming up lovingliberty.net spread the word share the love and we declare this nation shall endure God save the republic Call today at 281-698-8698. Mention Patriot and receive 10% off your initial visit and a free copy of Dr. Hotze's book, Duo 180. J&M Jewelry provides online jewelry appraisals that are convenient, secure, and affordable. Appraisals are usually completed within 48 hours and sent directly to your email. Contact us today or visit our website to use our appraisal request form. JandMJewelry.com Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hoetze. 
The Dr. Hotsey Report airs every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. Central Time on Brighteon.tv. I'll take you behind the scenes so you can know what's really going on. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If you want to prevent yourself from getting an infectious disease, then it seems wise for you to develop a strong, healthy immune system. Wouldn't you agree? I've developed an immune pack with my recommended dosages of vitamins A, B, C, D, zinc, magnesium, and probiotics to support your immune system and to keep you healthy and energized. I've also formulated a teens pack and a kids pack. Order your Dr. Hotsey Immune Pack today at physiciansprefercevitamins.com or call 281-646-1659. Use the code BTV at checkout for a 10% concession. All right, welcome back to the Sheriff Mack Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam Bushman with the good Sheriff. Welcome back, sir. It's been a couple of weeks. Delighted to be back and happy to have you and here. Not here, Sam. All right, the Sheriff is, uh, we'll get the Sheriff in mere seconds. Uh, in the meantime, man, we've got an incredible show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you what, people are on the road, <laughs> poor producer hunter, taking care of business. Grabbing everybody one at a time. We've got a bunch of people in the round table, if you will. This is the Sheriff Mack Show on Brighty on TV, but it's simulcast with my nationally syndicated radio show called Liberty Roundtable Live. Liberty Roundtable Live is broadcast on several radio networks. One of them is LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, LovingLiberty.net. The other one is Brighty on Radio. I don't know if you're familiar with Brighty on Radio. Those of you who watch us on TV, there's TV. There's also BrightyOnRadio.com with a bunch of hosts doing a great job. You with me, Sheriff? I'm here, Sam. Good morning. Welcome to the welcome to your show, sir. <laughs> it's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. It's fantastic. We got to go quick. Do you have an awesome quote from the greatest Supreme Court Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered, sir? No, we're bypassing that today. Let's get on with the what? great guests we have. All right, I got a quote. Then I got a principle to teach, really quick, because it relates to today. That is this. There are jurisdictional boundaries in America, ladies and gentlemen. I know the feds don't believe that, but the rest of us do. The supreme law of the land articulates that, and the Supreme Court justices agree, Sheriff. Uh, that's the way it is, yes. And uh, it was uh, brought up in my Supreme Court decision. And, the, yes, jurisdiction is key to the authority of the sheriff and to the lack of authority of the federal government. Amen to that reality check. Quickly, we'll introduce our guests. We have two of them today. We have Catherine Engelbrecht with us. She is founder and president of True the Vote, ladies and gentlemen, truethevote.org. She's been around for quite a long time. We also have Greg Phillips, senior advisor uh, with the Get Georgia Right, ladies and gentlemen. He's been around for like 40 years, is literally an analytic expert. He's been in all, involved in all kinds of campaigns. Uh, he's a researcher. He's a conservative politics uh, man working with committees, parties, campaigns, and election intelligence in operations, etc. Greg, welcome to the Sheriff Back Show, sir. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank you, Sam. Glad to be here. 
Now, let's just well, talk about you, Greg, for a quick second. They've been trying to filter you and shut you down, shame Fox News and Newsmax, ban all mention of the latest film you're in called 2000 Mules. And then it gets worse. The censorship continues. LinkedIn deplatforms you as well. And that's just the start of the censorship you're seeing, sir. Yeah, we've, uh, between LinkedIn, Twitter, and all the rest of them, I mean, it's really pretty outrageous. Um, uh, frankly, I think, uh, I think, you know, Catherine's, uh, relationships at Fox and some of the, <clears throat> some of the opportunities that, uh, Tucker Carlson and others have given to her, um, you know, they, they, they've been great. Um, you know, I, I, I wish that the, uh, attorneys, um, at Fox would, would sort of let loose of the reins a little bit, but, you know what? We'll take what we can get, and super happy to have it. Roger that, Sheriff. Well, has has Catherine been on uh, Tucker Carlson regarding Two Thousand Mules? The the um, I'm I'm honestly not privy to uh, the reasons or anything else, but uh, Tucker has been. Um, uh, uh, not necessarily involved, but uh, super aware of what we're doing, what's going on. Um, we've uh, approached him in an advisory capacity. Uh, Catherine's worked closely with her producers, um, and they had a great interview uh, from Palm Beach uh, when we were uh, when we were doing the movie. So, so you know whether or not they can actually name the movie, advertise it. You know, I don't know much about what lawyers do, but one, in fact, one of the things, Sheriff, that made me laugh about your video itself or the movie, somebody asked me what was my favorite part. And I said, well, they pixelated the dog. There's a place in there where one of the mules had a dog and they walk up to this voting box and seen it pixelated. The movie ended at Mar-a-Lago and, and I'm just looking for the producers and everything. I'm saying, gosh, what, what in the world? <laughs> searches with me and we just all burst out laughing and the answer was the lawyers made him pixelate the dog so oh you know, i'm not i'm not a lawyer i'm not a lawyer don't know much of about course. it but you know i'm sure the lawyers have lots of reasons for what they do excellent Catherine. welcome to the sheriff mac show thank you better late than never Absolutely. Now tell us, True the Vote's been around for quite a while. You've got a lot of press over the years. You're the president, the founder. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Now tell me this. Um, okay, we'll work on that. I can hear great. Over the years, though, you've been doing a phenomenal job, and they really had a battle with you because they don't know what to do with you. They don't want the information you bring forward. The problem is your evidence is there. TrueTheVote.org has been documenting what they do for quite some time to the point where true the vote literally was attacked by the IRS. Remember back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, the IRS was attacking conservative groups that were trying to get five hundred one C threes and nonprofit status, everything else. You guys had to go to battle over that as a side trip too, right? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, ended up suing the IRS and fought for seven years in court, um, and beat them. So, uh, it's, it's been, well, Catherine, uh, Sam says you've been around quite a while. You don't look very uh, old to me, so I, I, I will disagree with Sam. You don't look like you've been around very long at all. Well, thank you, Sheriff Mack. I will accept that. <laughs> if you survive over a decade, though, beating them over and over, beating the IRS and winning in election fraud cases left and right for over 10 years in the election cycle, Sheriff, that's forever, buddy. Ooh, she's, yeah, 
That's amazing. Uh, we really appreciate the miracles uh, that you've been performing, both you and Greg. Uh, this, I have seen this movie, uh, this documentary. Uh, I've had um, my wife watch it, had my son watch it. I sent it to all my children, uh, sent it to other friends. Uh, I just don't believe that the evidence at this point can be ignored and we at the CSPOA, we're making this announcement right now. We're making the evidence of this movie our number one priority at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. It's the number one thing in the country. It's the number one story because now we have evidence. Now, if, if, now I, I'm, I'm going to back up on that a little bit. I'm a former detective. I've been an investigator for a long time. And I guess there's a way that you and Greg and D'Souza could have fabricated all this and hired actors and, and blah, blah, blah. But I just, I don't think that happened. But I think that still has to be uh, measured by any investigation. What are we looking at? Is this true? And... Now, what do we as law enforcement do about it? So there's only two possibilities here. This is either the biggest smoking gun story of, uh, of American history, uh, at least of the last 100 years, or you guys fabricated this whole story and you're just trying to make a, a million dollars doing it. <laughs> Which, and let me jump in really quick before Catherine and Greg get a respond, Sheriff, because I really want to make this point. And that is this. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you agree with Dinesh, whether you agree with Catherine or Greg, whether you agree with the Democrats or the Republicans or Donald Trump or, you know, Sidney Powell or anything like that, or whether you think they're all up in the night crazy, I don't care. Shove all that out. That's political divisions. It's irrelevant to the reality that I want to focus on. The reality that I want to focus on is this simple question. In your state, in your county, in your municipality, whatever you want to say, in your precinct. Was there vote fraud or not? Period. Okay, I don't care about any of your shenanigans. Yes or no. And if you can answer yes, I want proof that you've researched it and that it's transparent. You heard me transparent. And if it's yes, we've got clean elections. Good. Transparent. Prove it. If you don't have clean elections, then we'll know by the evidence, the transparency. If you can't answer that with facts, I don't want you just to tell me, yes, because the media said so. Yes, because the elections say so. Yes, because the machines say so. I want counts. I want proof. So if you can say to me yes or no with proof, great. We're off to a good start. If you cannot, then everybody should say we need to know. Let's start with you on that one, Greg, shall we? Yeah, this is uh, uh, an effort that... Uh proceeded across uh, 18 months. Um, um, Sheriff, there's, uh, you know, there was absolutely nothing fabricated. One of the things that, um, you know, from the very get-go, Catherine and I still laugh about this. She's the, the one abdomission that she gave uh, me and, and my guys, the contractors, um, was you can't be wrong. No matter what, you can't be wrong. So even if you come up with nothing, you can't be wrong. And uh, so, so with that abdomission, uh, we spent um, inordinate amounts of time on the on the quality side and just ensuring that we had teased out as many false positives as we could 
um, included uh, as many false negatives as you know was reasonable to consider. Um, and uh, we scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed. Um, and you know they could complain and moan and you know whine all they want, but the reality is the the data is immutable. The the methods and the testing uh, are not just proven, but are, are common practice in our world. Um, right. And then finally, the video that we have is a silver bullet. Um, if we can put those pings right there with someone and show that person in front of that ballot box, stuffing in multiple ballots, then that's a pretty good indication that we we've got something going. And you know, our our you know, we're so grateful and thankful for you and what you suggested. You know, making this your top priority um, because law, other law enforcement organizations around the country, especially in places like Georgia just have not made it there. They just don't, you know, either they don't care, they don't believe us, they don't whatever. And they use things like, well, we don't have probable cause to investigate. Well, well hey watch guys, the dad gum movie, then you'll have it. Yeah. Then why are we yeah. pixelating a dog if we don't have probable cause? It's kind of like the Coke recipe. You'll never know who the dog is. Let's go to Catherine and then the chef. Catherine? <laughs> Well, I uh, I echo everything that Greg just said, and I um, I think the thing that surprised me the most in all of this is that law enforcement hasn't been more engaged and more willing to to start a process. You know, we never uh, set out to 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 solve to solve everything for the entire country. We thought, okay, we're going to turn over what we have so you guys can get busy. So so law enforcement, so secretaries of state can take this yeah. and and run with it with the resources of the state. With the with the benefit of of a of a broad you know network of agencies that can jump in and help, um, and and just the the lack ofness to pursue this has been breathtaking, and we we're seeing it play out right now this morning in Georgia, um, as as they've never they've never even looked at what we have submitted back in November, never even looked at it, but yet are on record this morning dismissing it. So, aren't they you know, coming after you? Is it, aren't the uh, Georgia authorities coming after you and, and demanding, subpoenaing, uh, subpoenaing your information or your or, or your uh, re, your sources on all of this? What are they actually trying to do? That well, that's it's it's been this sort of you know schizophrenic sort of on the one hand we're not going to look at anything on the other hand we're going to send you these depositions but the only thing but we're not going to look at your data and video the only thing we want is is the name of of one informant and if you can't give us that then we're going to dismiss everything but if you if you don't give it to us we're going to pursue this in court so that you become the target and and the chilling effect that this is going to have at least in the way that it's currently being pursued in in georgia i mean the message in georgia is if you give us anything and we don't like it, we're going to target you. And speaking of someone who has been targeted in the past um, by, oh frankly, far more muscle than what Georgia can bring, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. But we're not going to back away. Uh, what we have is real. And um, I think the reason that the movie is, is hitting such a chord is that people know. The, the people know instinctively that, yes, this, when you take dirty voter rolls, mass mail out of paper ballots and privately funded unregulated unmonitored drop boxes it's a recipe for disaster it's common sense and if nobody looks at that and sheriff mac as you said prove it up or down you know yes yes you yeah. can 
you can have evidence and show it or no, you can't. Is it transparent or is it not? If, if we don't take the time to answer those questions and we just focus on making those who have brought the questions to the to the public forum, make them yeah. the target, uh, I mean, it doesn't bode well for democracy. Well, well let, let, in fact, I, I, that's one of the words I didn't like in the movie. They keep calling us a democracy. That's a, that's the only thing I didn't yes. like in the movie. That's right. Uh, that's right. That's okay, right. Let's let's go back to the real term republic. But but be that as it may, and I know you know that. So be that as it may, can one of you uh, and maybe Greg, can you explain to our viewers and listeners, and to the Brighton TV audience, can you explain why the movie is called Two Thousand Mules? Yeah, um, Catherine uh, had the the brilliant idea to begin calling this trafficking after it came up and sort of playing on on the trafficking uh, approach. Uh, we we started talking about collectors and we started talking about stash houses and we ultimately came to putting the people that were delivering these ballots. Um, inappropriately and illegally to these ballot boxes in mass, we started calling them mules. So they were carrying ballots to them. Um, one of the things that's uh, come up recently is, well, well, wait a minute. So you've got 2000 of these people. Well, yeah, we have 2000 people, but the key, the key to all of this is that we didn't just go out and say, Oh, well, anybody who went by a ballot box and you know was walking their dog or doing whatever by a ballot box, we're going to include, these people had to have been within close proximity to 10 or more ballot boxes, an average of 24 in places like Georgia, um, and, and and this is key, five or more of the stash houses. So it's not just that they were walking by the drop boxes, but they were also going to the stash houses. And, and it was really inside And by drop boxes, that, you, um, mean, you mean the voter, you mean the voter where you drop early votes uh, or mail-in ballots, there's these supposedly very secure boxes that are, you know, about four feet high, and you just go and drop them in there. And if you try to do too many, they won't take them. you got to do kind of one or two at a time. And people would bring handfuls of these ballots at 1 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, and stuff them into these um, ballot boxes that look pretty secure. I mean, they look like they're made of steel, and they look – very secure, and they have cameras on them, on each one of these, and then you can go back and you can look at who was dropping uh, the ballots off, correct? The only variation to that would be the they do not have cameras on them, and one of the things I'm most excited about in working with y'all and working with others is if these drop boxes are actually exist, they do indeed need to have cameras, they need to be well lit, they need to be in an area uh, or, that you know, is conducive for those cameras. Many of the jurisdictions across the United States, even though they were required by rule or and or law to have those cameras on them, they did not. Um, and now, many some of did, the ones though, right? that did, for instance, and, and some yeah. did, and we have we have four million minutes of surveillance video. But one of the interesting yeah. things in places like Maricopa, for example, in Maricopa, one of the and I'll send you a picture of this. One of the cameras is behind the the, the vehicle on a drive-in kind of situation. You can't you can not only not see the driver nor anyone inside, 
uh, but the way the camera is situated, you can't see the car tags, you can't see anything on it. So, I mean, the games were afoot. And uh, so if these boxes are going to uh, exist in the future, um, we would love to work with you, work with your folks to figure out how do we get eyes on these things, whether it's virtual in the form of cameras or, or whether it's full-time uh, people out watching these, these boxes. We, we have to stop this, and the only way to do it is to get eyes on or eliminate them, of course. Yeah, I would like to eliminate them uh, myself. I, I just don't think there's any way uh, to, to keep doing this. Now, bo- all of you agree, right? Both of you agree. All of us, I think, on here agree that in order to have uh, integrous elections, we have to get rid of tabulating votes by any kind of computerized system. Isn't that correct? No computers. Well, I, I think that, yeah, there, there are there are countries that um, operate in this way, uh, that, that at least at the polling place that are paper ballot driven, and there are ways to make that secure. But we have such a distance to, to cover in this country before we can get to that, um, that we have to be very, very about how we go about it. I mean, I'll tell you, in Mexico, they vote with paper ballots, and those ballots are as secure as legal tender. They have microfiche running through the ballots. Every voter gets one. Everybody comes and votes on the same day, and it's a very, very um, efficient process. So there, it absolutely can be done, but it will take it will take the full engagement of the American people or people that that love liberty to uh, to make this happen. Otherwise, it's it's going to be right back in the hands of government and one more boondoggle. All right. One of the things I found in the movie, Greg and Catherine, really compelling is that, you know, you take some Salem media hosts and these are generally more mainstream Republican than I certainly am. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. Right. Uh, I just believe the founding fathers warned us against partisan politics. So I stay away from the parties and the politics and stuff. But these are generally mainstream Republican conservative hosts. They're good people. I'm not doubting them. I'm just saying they're a whole lot more mainstream. Thus, they look at the vote fraud and they say, look, we dismissed this. We saw Sidney Powell. We saw the Kraken not happen. We saw, you know, Mike Lindell and everybody else go off and do all these things. And we saw Trump and Giuliani and we can go on and on. And so, you know what? There's not, it's a big old nothing burger. And that's how these five uh, Salem media hosts start out. However, once Greg and Catherine walk them through the evidence in 2000 Mules, the movie, ladies and gentlemen, when you get done, the statement from Prager is incredible. The statement, the viewpoint, the looks on their faces, absolutely 180 degrees changes. And now Salem, the company, is backing the movie. We'll come back and talk to Greg and Catherine more about this, ladies and gentlemen, because this is critical. Catherine Engelbrecht, TrueTheVote.org. Greg Phillips, one of the chief investigators. We're talking about 2,000 Mules right here on The Sheriff Mac Show on TV. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com. And we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab. 
checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at brighteonstore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com. J&M Jewelry provides online jewelry appraisals that are convenient, secure, and affordable. Appraisals are usually completed within 48 hours and sent directly to your email. Contact us today or visit our website to use our appraisal request form. J&MJewelry.com Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bibby sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. My dear brothers and sisters, welcome back to the Sheriff Matt Show. Fellow Americans, we've got work to do. I'll tell you that right now. The Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org, is going to do their very best to help and encourage and be involved in sheriffs investigating vote fraud all over the country. Why? Because 2,000 mules has in compelling evidence. Do we know what's going on? No. You know what? If the movie's bogus, let's prove it. But if they've committed fraud, let's prove it as well. And we need transparency and accountability coming out of this thing, ladies and gentlemen. Look, the IRS tried to harass Catherine. Okay? They tried to harass Catherine Engelbrecht uh, because she wanted to get a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And literally, she beat the IRS, ladies and gentlemen. Look, they targeted her group through the vote under the Obama administration. Okay? It was called a weaponization program against the opposition. Now they're doing the same thing. They're literally deplatforming Greg Phillips, the Georgia Election Commission, trying to uh, election officials trying to say, hey, they owe a bunch of uh, evidence here to us. We're going to demand it by subpoena. No, 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 Greg's not going to turn it over. Why don't you guys do your own investigation in Georgia? Why don't you go ahead and just take the pattern they've given you? If you need a little guidance because you don't have the right IT folks, we can find them for you if you just can't handle the technical capabilities of this simple reality check. Uh, and the bottom line is do your own research, Georgia, but don't attack the messenger. That's the problem with this. We're talking about how they stole the 2020 election, 2,000 mules, a documentary film by Dinesh D'Souza. If you haven't seen it, you have to. But the evidence is sufficient to change the overall outcome is the key. 
Uh, and so with that, though, we come back to this question in the movie. Hey, these talk show hosts were literally kind of, nah, I'm going to dismiss it. And at the end, they were shocked. Catherine, let's start with you. Well, I mean, that's, you laid it out beautifully. That's exactly what happened. They watched the movie, and and we had the opportunity that we would love to have with law enforcement in all of our jurisdictions where we, where we conducted this research. They watched, the, they watched the, the, the evidence, as it were. It wasn't a movie at that point. It was just being filmed. Um, but they watched us present, and we had the opportunity to talk about um, what they were really seeing. And, and common sense, I mean, your eyes don't lie. You see it. And then you, you put that together with the, the cell phone data, which is, as Greg says, immutable. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a shocking wake-up call. And then you take that one step further, you know, now what are we going to do about it? So, um, so it, was, it was great to have those, those hosts that by the end of the movie um, come full circle. They have reasoned it through. They had talked amongst themselves after we left. And they came to the same conclusion. Something must be done. And we couldn't so ladies agree more. And gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, will you do the same? Law enforcement, will you do the same? Uh, mainstream talk show hosts, will you do the same? Look, if you even leave the movie after you're done and you're kind of like, I, be, um, I believe a lot more than I used to, but I've still got questions, which I do, by the way. Um, you know what? <laughs> Let's move to the next step then and dig in. That's exactly what Greg and Catherine uh, and Dinesh are calling for Sheriff. Yeah, yeah. And there's one, there's actually a couple of things uh, about that. Uh, in the movie, it shows a woman who was at like some sort of office. And I don't remember who they said she worked for, but the mules would come there to get paid. I, am I correct? Okay. Yeah. So yeah she how, was, uh, Go ahead. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Greg. Yeah, she um, uh, she actually uh, proved to be pivotal in uh, several cases in uh, Arizona that have now uh, reached conclusion. And uh, we've had a couple of guilty pleas and so on and so forth. But what was happening is the – Oh, the, more evidence? People were Sorry to it, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just her. I mean, the, the – yeah, more evidence. It wasn't just her. I mean, there were – these things are happening everywhere. Uh, but the, the so scam how, there. So was, how were the mules paid? Were they, they paid by check or cash or, or cash. gold or silver well, or what? That's a, that is a, a great question. They were paid by cash in that case. Uh, but we now have information in at least one other state, uh, and not just information, but we actually have copies of checks where they were paid by check. And so we've been able to be, uh, begin that process now of tracking that down. But, but again, we're just civilians, right? We're going to run into limitations and it's a, a not so bright line, Sheriff, that, that we deal with in working with law enforcement and working with especially the federal side. We, we get near that line. Okay. How far is too far? How close is too close? And, and so we need law enforcement to take these copies of these checks, to take these interviews, to take things that, that we've done. Um, in cases where we have the information and let them use, you know, uh, your own investigative techniques and capabilities right. and sort of take the civilian of it. I mean, the, the, the frightening part about all of this stuff about, you know, turning over, um, witnesses names and people that have come forward to Catherine's hotline, the chilling effect 
that that would have on civilians coming forward to tell anybody anything would be shockingly large. And they know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but that right. brings me to another question. Don't, aren't your lives in danger? I mean, I mean, obviously, anyone coming forward, uh, but the more people, for obviously, the more people that are involved in coming forward, the less likelihood of, of I think, anybody retaliating. But don't you, aren't you really trying to be careful? I, I, I fear for both of you. Catherine? Well, I'm not as worried about me as I am well, about Catherine. I'm, I think Catherine, Catherine has a lot more to worry about than I do. Um, but I, I think that, I think that, that it's also true that these people coming forward, I mean, they're demanding the, the name and, and, and addresses of, of, you know, elderly people, 80 year old people who have, who have complained to us about things. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would you do that? And so you, are you playing? So you, you, you have mules. You have some of these mules that have come forward and, and talked to you, right? Greg? Greg? Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is, is yes, we, we have. And, you know, if, if this were being handled, more would come forward. But, you know, right now what they are doing is, is making – this is – I'm speaking specifically now in Georgia, about Georgia. They're, they're making a spectacle of this in such a way as to um, terrorize these, these informants all over again, um, you know, make, make a, a mockery of what we've done. And, and it's not going to stand. The people aren't going to stand for it. We won't stand for it. I mean, one of the uh, next steps that we are planning to take is, is a, a project that Greg and I have, have titled uh, Pulling the Ripcord, where we're going to make every shred that we have um, available for everyone to see, because we know there's a lot that we haven't been able to get to. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's overwhelming. Even though there's not nearly as much video as there ought to be, there's still mountains of video for, for us to, to comb through, sadly, you know, the counties and the state didn't do this themselves for, for the places that even had video to begin with. Most didn't. So, um, exactly. you know, there's so much more yet to be revealed, and people are going to see it for themselves, and that's what we want. See it for yourselves and then take action locally to make a difference. Okay, so you're being careful, right, Catherine? You're being careful and, and – <laughs> Uh, and as a as a uh, yeah, be, as a security person, I'm asking you to be careful. You're, but you're being careful, right? I'm 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 being very careful. Yes, sir. Okay. Sheriff, if you would call her every day and remind her of that, that would do that. We would do well. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, we got to keep the people safe. My, the, my son, the bodyguard. I have a son that's a the bodyguard. I, I, want, I want him to be with you. 24/7. Yeah, we don't we don't want to talk too much about who the bodyguards are. Bodyguards are. We just want to let them be in the population, okay? But anyway, Zuckerberg literally spent over four hundred million dollars in the run up to the 2020 election. That's according to Reuters news service, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're seeking transparency for the Secretary of State of Fulton, Georgia, and other places as well. We need accountability, ladies and gentlemen. We need accountability now. But what do the GA Georgia authorities do? 
As far as I can tell, all they do is attack Greg. I got a question, why? That just adds more fuel to the fire. And now people are saying, hey, if there's checks, uh, can you really trace the money? Do you got money laundering? And are we backing into a Zuckerberg, George Soros funding of all this? What say you, Greg? Yeah, well, we do have checks. Um, and, um, you know, we've got some names and we're tracking this stuff down. We've got a, a fairly significant uh, open source intelligence operation going on right now, trying to help uh, detail some of that. Uh, our challenge, of course, is that if we do this in Georgia, who, to whom do we turn it over? Brian Kemp wants nothing to do with it. Um, the attorney general uh, there. Wait, wait, that's why, that's Republican folks. Be clear. This is not partisan. Greg? Yeah. Yeah, and and the uh, attorney general there recently told a member of Congress that uh, that it's my fault because I won't turn over the names of, of the informants, um, and uh, you know, and and then you've got lawyers and everybody else that are just that are just piling into this. They're going to get somebody hurt if they're not careful. It might be one of us. I hope not, but 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 more than that. They, they want us to burn a source. Um, Sheriff, I mean, this is something that will mean something to you. Uh, in yes. 40 years, 40 years, I have never burned a source, nor will I. And, and I promise them, it's the only reason they come and talk to me is because I promise them I will never burn you. Yeah, that, I, I appreciate your courage on that. And I've been around that most of my career. Also, uh, and, and to burn a source, uh, you, you lose all credibility. And once you give your word to That's somebody right. that you're not going to, you have to keep your word. Uh, I've done it. You've done it. That's right. Uh, it's a, it's not an easy thing, uh, to deal with, but you, you have to do it. You have to keep your word. And, and I'll tell Georgia authorities, go get your own, do your investigation and get your own sources. Uh, we, we obviously there's a template about all of this. They show you where to go. They show you how to do this. Go do your investigation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Sheriff. That's exactly what needs to happen. So the other thing about the woman that you're talking about checks, but still there's going to be some sort of paper trail on cash. I mean, that these companies were using large amounts of cash. You still have to get the cash out of the bank or somewhere. Uh, and I think it's going to be obvious the amounts are going to be startling to the IRS, why they're not already going after people. But w- there's still two different paper trails. Obviously, it's easier with the checks than it is with cash, but you're going to have to account for all these huge amounts of cash that were being uh, spe- uh, dished out to all these mules. Uh, am I wrong on well, that? And to make one more point, and to make one more point, Sheriff, before you, they get to the answer, not only do you see the cash got to come out of corporations and cash come from somewhere, but you've got these mules that if you've got photo evidence or video evidence, and then you've got these cell phone data pings to kind of confirm their whereabouts, mm-hmm. then don't these people, many of them might not have a lot of money, don't they all of a sudden start ejecting money into places like they bought a new car, they went on a vacation, they put money in the bank. They, in other words, you can watch the downstream <clears throat> insertion of money into people's lives as well. Catherine, then Greg. Right. Right. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And I'm going to pitch it to Greg to, to uh, talk about when we had the, uh, when we were, were videoing the informant in Arizona and how she talked, wasn't included in the movie, but how she talked about uh, the, 
the, the sums of money that she was seeing come in, I mean, which were staggering. And we've turned that over to uh, Arizona, but, but Greg, you wanna fill in that uh, part of the story? Yeah, that interview is about two hours long. Um, and uh, of course, you know, like movies do, they have to cut it down to what's necessary. And in, in this interview, not only did she name the amount, because I specifically asked, um, she named a specific instance of a specific check um, that she received and then was asked to deposit in the bank. She also named the bank um, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, I mean, th this is not that hard, right? I mean, if, if, uh, you know, somebody like me can do it, I'm 100 yeah, percent certain that, that one, law one enforcement other quick has the capability of dredging this up. You're absolutely correct, and and I really admire what you guys have done here and the courage. Uh, it's it, it blows my mind. However, one question about the pings and tracing cell phones and coming up with specific locations because of the tracing pings that you can do. If I take, if one of these mules or all of them were to take their phones and throw them in the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean, would those pings go away and that tracing capability go away? Right. Um, we can go back for, we can go back four years. So we can go back, even if they throw it in the ocean, we can go back and get them for past stuff. Now, if they do it going forward, it's, it's pretty unlikely that, that these are not, you know, really sophisticated people. And while their handlers might be, uh, they're still going to keep mm -hmm. their phones, right? It's like, you know, murders and other things that, that sheriff that your team investigates probably fairly regularly, um, you know, these people keep their phones with them. Americans just do. They don't turn them off. They don't throw them in the ocean. They don't do anything with them. Occasionally we... Yeah, let me answer this a little bit from an IT point of view, Greg. Yeah, let me answer this from an IT point of view. I'm an IT uh, professional for a living. And look, if you throw your cell phone to the bottom of the ocean, uh, eventually it's going to get waterlogged. Eventually the battery is going to go away. Eventually it's not going to have any communication capability. And eventually the pings will stop going forward. That doesn't change the fact that those pings are logged in central servers and those pings are available in the past for four years, Greg's saying. So what we're telling you is the answer to your question is yes, eventually it will stop, but that has nothing to do with the data already collected. Greg, is that an accurate statement? Right. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I think the other big confusing point that, that, uh, as I noted some professor or something from Notre Dame came out and said, well, you can't be that accurate with this. Well, what he was actually talking about was a study that he had participated in in 2011 that was sort of old school sheriff where, you know, they triangulated around a cell signal around cell towers and couldn't come within, you know, I think 10 feet or something like that. But that's not what we did here. These are, these are not that technology. This technology is far more accurate. It's, it's and the, the capabilities of it are, are, are shockingly uh, both accurate and predictive. Um, and, um, you know, we, we, we look at this and, and, and there's a lot of experts out there, right? <laughs> when you come out with a movie like this, mm -hmm. uh, but, but the reality is, is true. And as Catherine said earlier, all we want is for, for law enforcement to come get it and investigate it on their own, go buy their own, do whatever it is they need to do. But this Republic demands that this be stopped and free and free, fair and legal elections are the only thing that's going to allow this, this great Republic of ours to continue. Okay. Another, another question then, um, how do people get, uh, to your websites and how do people across this country get an opportunity to view, uh, this movie? Catherine. So they can, they can go to truethevote.org 
and uh, there's a number of things that they can do from that website to get engaged. We have a, an app that's called IV3 that uh, they can and from the website, and it allows them to, depending on the state, uh, allows them to look at uh, their local voter rolls, and we help to pre-identify problems in the rolls, which we maintain is where all of this starts. 30 voter rolls are the gateway to election fraud. So that's one example. We're going to have more in the days ahead of ways that they can engage. Um, to, to watch the movie, you can go from our website uh, to a link to the 2000mules.com website. But uh, if you want to skip a step, go to 2000mules.com, and then that gives you um, opportunities to either stream it through the Salem Now platform, or uh, they're going to be putting it back, at, or you can buy the DVD, same place, Salem, or uh, they're going to be putting it back in theaters. It's just been announced they're going to be putting it back in theaters this Friday. So the, the new locations will also be posted there uh, on the website, 2000mules.com or truethevote.org. Now, ladies and the gentlemen, let me just respond to some. Yes, they are. They already have and they will. Over a couple of hundred theaters have already wow. aired it, and it will continue. I'll, I'll go again. I'll go to it. If, if any theater shows it here locally in the Phoenix area, I'll go to it, even though I've seen it. I'm gonna, I'll go. I'll support any theater that does that. Amen to that. Now, some people are saying, hey, Greg and Catherine and Dinesh, they're all in it for the money. They're charging for this thing. Da, da, da. Here's my response to that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be very clear. When you're a movie maker like Dinesh, your life's blood is to raise money for your next movie. So whatever Dinesh has got on his mind next, I don't know. But I'm just telling you, to produce movies are not cheap. To get the data that you got to buy from the cell phone companies costs millions of dollars. Let's be very clear. I don't care if somebody's doing well after they've worked their guts out for their lives. Okay, this is America, not China. We're not going to attack people for doing well. But this is not about getting rich. Catherine, do you want to respond to that? Because I don't even think they're being honest. They don't under, they're not really giving people the underpinnings of what it takes. Even the new radio and TV costs thousands of dollars every day. Well, exactly right. I mean, we, you know, we had to raise the money to do the research to begin with. And um, we're, you know, very fortunate that Salem and Dinesh uh, picked the movie up and they each, each of those parties invested millions in the, in the production and then the promotion of the movie. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't do this and I won't get into the specifics of, of the financial side of it for any of them, but I can suffice to say we're, we're not, um, that's not something we're going to be really enriched by. We, we just did this at the time that we did this, or I say this, I mean, we, when we took it to Dinesh, um, we couldn't get the story out anywhere. I mean, there was no, no outlet, including Fox at the time that was, was willing to look at the, the expanse of evidence that we have and tell the story as it needed to be told. And uh, not just in little fits and starts. We wanted to talk about the five jurisdictions and the and the consistency and patterns and and so you know when they picked up this project, it was radioactive. We didn't know that that we could get the movie made. So we're thrilled. Uh, and I think uh, you know there's a a hearty dose of divine providence that's come into all of this that allowed this to keep moving forward and 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 for America to embrace it as as they have. So. Um, it's definitely not, you know, about the money. Anyway, I, I bring that up because I want people to understand the forward. truth. 
I want people to understand the truth. Right. When it's the mainstream press, they never talk about the cash they bring from all that they do. Whenever we do anything, they act like we're all getting right. rich. You know what? The Patriot community ain't rich, folks, for the most part. I'm telling you that right now. Um, Greg, I want you to have the final word, though. As you are being attacked by Georgia officials, to me, that's even more evidence. Why would they attack you? There's no reason they need this information except to uh, chill, to intimidate, to they're literally witness tampering now, sir. Well, they do this at their own peril. I was in Georgia the other night in front of 250 people, and the people are angry. The people walk away from this movie, and they're just shaking their heads saying something's not right, and this is it. And uh, so Georgia does this to me and and our team at their peril. Let's keep doing it. Amen. Catherine, final words yours. Um, Look, as as – as ominous as much of this sounds, I have reason for great hope because America is waking up and this is the necessary next step. Uh, what happened in 2020 is not going to stop if the American people don't demand it to don't demand that it be stopped because government's not going to correct itself in this matter. We've got to stay engaged. Right. The first thing begins with understanding what happened and then moving forward. And so we ask, in fact, I'll go, we, we, we implore law enforcement to step in and help look look in your look in your local elections um reach out to us we're going to do everything we possibly can to continue to move this evidence forward but but there's no doubt that law enforcement needs to step in sure Thank Matt, you wrap it up, brother. So much. i i just think these two courageous americans from the bottom of my heart look forward to meeting you in person Ladies and gentlemen, Thank the you. Sheriff Mack Show on Friday on TV. Thanks to Catherine. Thanks to Greg. Thanks to the good sheriff. God bless CSPOA.org. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. 
Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the wrap-up on Liberty Roundtable Live, simulcast of the Sheriff Mack Show. Brighty on TV doing a phenomenal job. Brighty on radio, no less. Incredible. LovingLiberty.net doing a wonderful job. We appreciate every one of you up and down the line. Radio station affiliates, AM and FM, and a whole lot more. Incredible guest, James Monday. Liberty Monks doing a great job, ladies and gentlemen. LibertyMonks.com. We talked about the Reawaken America tour in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and James jumped on the radio to update us all. Then we talked to Tina Horlocker, Utah Liberty Festival Operations Director, utahlibertyfestival.com. It's going to be the 17th and 18th of June. Check that out, utahlibertyfestival.com. And then we talked about um, the second hour, Sheriff Richard Mack and I, simulcast the Sheriff Mack Show and Liberty Roundtable Live, TV and radio, by the way. Man, we're spreading the word, aren't we? Anyway, our guest, Catherine Engelbrecht, doing a wonderful job, founder and president of TrueTheVote.org, along with Greg Phillips, senior advisor with Get Georgia Right. He's a 40-year expert in analytics relating to elections and a whole lot more. And we talked about the shame factor, Fox News and Numac, shame on you. They won't really discuss or deal with 2,000 mules. My question is, why not? The censorship continues. Indeed, deplatforms Greg. Wow. But True the Vote wins $2 million lawsuit against the IRS. That's right. Catherine announced a historical legal victory in her decade-long battle against the IRS and the Obama administration. Yeah, they uh, considered her uh, an enemy. She won two. 